You are now vibing with Choose Peace, a podcast dedicated to the fighter in you, a safe space of girl talk, meaningful conversation, shared life experiences, and genuine practical encouragement to support you in the daily fight to choose peace. I am your host, B. So go ahead and fill your cup, coffee mug, or a glass for that matter. And let's talk. Hey, my lovelies. It's B. Once again with the vibes. This is Choose Peace, the podcast. And you know how we do. Let me tell you something. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I'll say it one more time for those in the back. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I guess in a way I'm hinting at self-care, but it's not just that. It's not just the cute spa day or candlelit bubble bath with some soft R&B playing in the background and, and your good candles burning. I'm I'm more so referring to your overall cup, your mental, emotional chalice. Now, I'm not entirely dismissing our things that we like to do for our me time because, you know, me, myself, I enjoy me a good yoni care day. OK, speaking of so, y'all know, I go off and add a funny sidebar here and there. So real quick, when my boy and I first became intimate, I mentioned to him about being out of commission for a bit because I was going to visit my girl about my girl to which he responded, babe. You know, I, I've seen it and it don't matter to me, right? Sweet, right? It's cute. But I had to be sure he understood, hey, just so we're clear, this isn't a for you thing. It's definitely a me thing. So, yeah, it still fits here in this overall session because these are the for us things. So, you know, we get that pretty kitty package with the white acrylic on the toes and you know we walk out of there in an entire different state of mind with some freshly waxed or thready eyebrows so by all means ladies do you but for the sake of this session let's dig just a bit deeper because self-love is definitely the best love if we do not love accept and appreciate ourselves how on earth do we expect others to do that? If we do not have this base, no matter how many dates, gifts, or displays of affection we get, we will still have a void. I mean, put yourself on the giving end of this. Let's say you are doing everything that you feel is right to show your significant other that you care, that you love them, that you are present, that you are considerate. And you are willing to make them happy, to build a world for them, to give them the universe. And it's still not enough. Think of the inadequacy that you would feel. And it's not by any fault of your own. Why would you want to make anyone that you love or desire to be with feel like that? This is why we need to first love ourselves. It's okay to be alone. This kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that in today's day and time, we do not date. Like for real, we see someone and 
we may be physically attracted to them or we may or may not get the jobs out and, and boom, we go together. We spend every waking moment together. We're talking on the phone all day and night. Like, come on. There's not that much conversation in the world. We are not in middle school. We have actual day jobs. We're adults, but that type of stuff happens. In all seriousness, we don't date. I don't think that we even truly take into consideration the responsibility that comes with being with another person. When we make the choice to begin dating, especially seriously and with future intentions, um, long-term intentions, I think that it is important to understand what that comes with. It comes with a lot more responsibility than just dating to find out what we like and don't like or how we would react in certain situations with different types of people. A lot of us find ourselves in some high pressure, uncomfortable situations with people because we hadn't been tested that way before or we don't know how our personality reacts with another person's personality in a specific situation because we don't date. We're realizing this only when we reach that point. Oh, snap. I never even been here before, you know? My point here is normalize dating and normalize dating yourself and being with yourself first. A lot of us cannot be alone. I'm sure that there's somebody we know or maybe someone in our friend circle that, if we're being brutally honest, can't be alone. Just not uncommon, though. I think people are afraid to be alone because what they'll be faced with. You might realize you just not all that you're hyped up to be. You may not even like yourself and that's okay. Oftentimes we just don't want to look at our own reflection in the mirror. We just don't want to be alone because we'll realize some things about ourselves that actually require improvement. Thus work. That's okay. That's, that's the whole point in this safe space, right? Of course, you guys know I'll only be as honest as I can be and I'll speak from experience as much as I can. So shortly after, I guess what I'll say, the one that got away, this is where I can say I did not understand the responsibility that came along with meshing with another and being in a relationship and being prepared to date. I made a ton of bad, very bad choices, but Afterwards, I went into the space of being alone and and being okay with being alone. I worked there, um, but more so learning to be with myself. This included like two bouts of celibacy. And I think one was like an eight month stint. And when I did get some, I was like, hmm, didn't really miss it. Let's restart this celibacy clock, you know. Um, Your girl was working in her career. I was flourishing, working out running, remembering to drink my water, saving money, minding my business, staying out the way, paying my bills on time. Even I was even traveling whenever I wanted y'all. Sis was on. This was my what a time to be alive chapter. Um, But then I got to the point where the deep work needed to be done. And I didn't like that part so much that that wasn't the fun part. You know, no six got easier. Turning down dates, um, turning down advances for relationship, no problem. I had gotten used to being with B. I had 
no shame in taking myself to dinner or a movie or buy myself a just because gift. And I'm still like that to this day. But back then I was shedding lights on traits that could possibly cause issues whenever I did decide to be with someone. And that in itself would have caused me to have to go deeper and do some work. And nah, I wasn't trying to get into all that. So I guess I just kind of kicked the can down the road. Because let's be honest, we are lazy. And instead of taking a personal assessment of ourselves and our personality, right? Our strengths and our weaknesses, our prized attributes and our not so good traits and then work on those. Here's what ends up happening. We play to our strengths, reel someone in. And then when that imperfect trait of ourselves rears its head and now we're confronted with the damage we've caused to another person, we end up deflecting that trait back onto them, causing more pain and suffering on top of confusion and not to mention toxicity. Instead of stopping, taking a step back and and working on these things, we roll into this cycle. Like, think of your most toxic since we love that word relationship, I'm betting you can draw the cycle. If you're a person that has had many short lived relationships and I'm not judging, no judgment here at all. Just think of, think of them. Can you spot the cycle? Now let's take it a step further. Will you cite your role in that cycle? Hmm. I've been on both the giving and receiving end of this thing. At my worst, I just couldn't apologize. (laughs) Me? Apollo what? She. (laughs) Not me. I I was not trying to be a part of all that. I, I just couldn't be held accountable for my attitude and my ways. And I can't tell you how many exes would gladly stand up to this mic and say, yeah, if it wasn't her way, it was the highway. <laughs> you know, I I was a taker and it just still couldn't be enough, no matter what they gave or what they went through to give. And I had to go back and apologize. I realized that I caused real damage and that's not what I wanted to be. It's not what I was at my heart and my core. So we cannot give love freely from an empty cup, let alone receive it especially if we don't have a solid cup in the first place message (laughs) fixing our cups and learning how to fill them with love ourselves if you're following allows us to understand ourselves and to better prepare us to be with someone if that's what we decide to do and in the event that that doesn't pan out we bounce back because we just fall back to our standard and we're okay with that Because, sis, you are the motherfucking prize. So, when my new boy and I went public, we had been seeing each other for a little while. And people kept telling me, oh, he's a good dude. Take care of him. Do right by him. You know, know, he he good looking out. And I was just like, hold on. I'm the motherfucking prize, right? And, And I've mentioned this before telling him, you know, I mentioned this before. When we first began dating, I told him, you know, look, I've done a lot of work over here. So, you know, if you haven't or if you're not about that life, that peace life or comfortable with yourself and you don't have your own peace, don't come fucking on my shit, you know, because 
you'll build up a certain level of pride from putting in that work to to build yourself, to love yourself, to fill your own cup. And that leads you to being able to set boundaries and set healthy boundaries, not just with other people, but with yourself as well. And we'll sometimes find ourselves giving so much. We have to find balance. Some of us find ourselves giving our last and still finding more to give, whether it be to prove to someone that we love them, whether it's because that person just needs that extra outpouring of support. You know, you'll begin to see a certain level of expectation from people because of them knowing that you'll be there and you'll give what you give. And I would experience this sometimes and I wouldn't realize it until I would literally start to feel empty. Like I would have nothing left for myself at the end of the day. I wouldn't have any energy to journal. I wouldn't have any energy to do any self-care. I found myself short and snappy and short of patience with my children. It kind of just became this thing. And I started to see the imbalance. Just my point here is, sis, have you a healthy, selfish season? Get into a routine for you. Make the time, create the space, pour into yourself. You don't want to get to those points where you're empty and it starts to show that you're empty. On the days that I cannot get my power hour before I'm pulled to all different directions, I can tell the difference from when I do get that me time. Because listen, everyone else you know is going to get theirs. And if you're anything like me, you can't help but to help others. Mrs. Obama made the comment once in one of her books that after she had the girls, she was kind of annoyed and jealous of Mr. President because he would be going to the gym, playing basketball and things. And she just wasn't like she barely took a shower, changed her clothes from the previous day, you know. And how many of us have experienced that, you know? So the first lady said, we have to make the time. We have to put those things in place. And, you know, if we have to get sitters, if we have to shift some things around in our schedules, because think about it, everybody has a day, especially when you have children and they get into extracurriculars. You know, everybody has a day on the schedule. What's your day? What is your thing? When everybody knows this is mom's time, this is mom's thing. If you have to put it on the schedule and set alarms, send notifications to everybody's devices, look, do it. Get you a mini charcuterie board and go to the park. Have yourself a nice one-person-only picnic. Catch you a matinee. Go get you a, a cookie monster, a milkshake. So I know that there's this thing that moms do, and I've heard of significant others getting in and playing a part on this where they schedule an overnight or a weekend hotel room, right, where it's just mom, her, her spa's booked, her massage booked. You know, it's just a space where we know mom is out of pocket we're not going to reach her and you just turn off your mommy mode you have to trust that you've set the tone and the kids and, and dad or grandparents or babysitter have caught on enough that they can do without you for at least four hours that it's not going to burn down to the ground while you're gone and look if it does you're gonna need the time anyway <laughs> now I know I've mentioned a lot about motherhood this session, but before I became a mom, I would practice this. 
when I was living in College Station as a single woman, shout out to C-Stat, I would go to the mall and, and there was a Macy's there and I would spend like a certain amount of time. I give myself maybe an hour, an hour and a half or something like that. And I would try to find the best deal. Like I say, I want a clutch or a shoulder bag. And all you Aggies out there, if you remember the post Oak Macy's, it was jam packed, especially in the accessories department. So it would take a while to just sift through and go through the deals. And at the end of that time, when my timer went off, I'd have to go back and find the best deals, kind of like a game for myself. And that would occupy my mind, you know, pretty much turn it off to focus and do something different. That was just for me. Another thing that you could do is take a walk. I'm a country girl, so most days there's nothing on my feet. I will literally take my shoes and my socks off the minute I do not have to have them on. And I want to feel the ground, you know. Uh, a lot of research has been done recently in reference to nature and humans and our mental health and how we're connected. So grounding is a thing. Hugging trees, apparently, is a thing. And listen, I don't like bugs. I, I don't do bugs. So I could just imagine the bugs transferring from a tree to my clothes and me bringing them in the house. So I don't I don't think that I'll be hugging any trees anytime soon, but I, I definitely will vouch for taking a walk in nature and, and grounding and soaking in some sun rays. I love flowers, so I found one of my favorite flower shops and also a plant nursery it's a, a decent drive from where i am so i mean that that's also another thing take a drive with no destination play your music as loud or as soft as you want you know but back to the plants and the flowers so y'all keep me in your prayers and your thoughts because i'm not going to give you a number but i've, I've lost quite a few plants but I just got a new baby, so keep us in your prayers. But yeah, take a trip to a plant nursery or a flower shop. You don't necessarily have to get anything, but being in a nursery and being in a flower shop gives you a different type of peace. It gives you a serene and beautiful and not to mention really good smelling slice of nature. And I do love fresh flowers, so. Here's a very small, little, peaceful slice of joyful pie. But every time I go into our Super H-E-B, and those of you who are listening and you're not in Texas, H-E-B is our biggest grocery store chain in Texas. We we actually listen to H-E-B more than we listen to the news station here in Southeast Texas. We will take direction from H-E-B over the local news channel. It's that serious. But every time I pass by their flower cooler, I absolutely have to open that freezer and get a big whiff of those flowers. I can have all three of my kids with me in that basket, hanging upside down, screaming, breaking pickle jars, and I will still stop and smell those flowers. And for those three to four seconds, I am the most calm. Nothing can go wrong person. So point in case, stop and smell the flowers. Listen, are you getting enough? Are you giving yourself enough? What's your self-inventory? 
You know where I'm going. Meet me at the comment section and share with me why you think we will continue to attempt to pour from an empty cup or how do you keep your cup filled? Let's talk about it. Peace, love, and vibes.